Hello, and welcome to Boston Power Hour. My name is Caden Bodak, and I'm joined with uh, Jake Seymour and Jameson Wren. Yo. What's going on, guys? How you doing? So, we're kind of rebranding here. We're doing Season 2, Episode 1, after a long hiatus here of uh, not doing episodes. But, as always, this podcast is presented by Ride the Wave Media and sponsored by 1 in 100. Have you ever wanted to see your favorite sports team play or wanted to go to the hottest concerts but didn't have the money? Well, if you head over to 1-100.co, that's O-N-E-I-N, the number 100.co, you can score tickets to the biggest games and concerts of the year for a fraction of the price. Head over to 1-100.co to purchase your raffle ticket and have a chance to win tickets to a sporting event and concert of your choice. That's O-N-E-I-N, number 100.co. Follow them on Instagram at one on one hundred official. They are currently doing raffles for the Patriots game against the Cowboys and the Patriots games against the Chiefs. There's uh, multiple raffles for the, those two games, so be sure to check them out. Uh, all right, boys, let's get it started with uh, JD Martinez. He chose to stay in Boston and not opt out of his contract uh, this year. So if he opted out of his contract, he would have walked away with around uh, sixty like five million dollars which is a lot of money to say I'll stay. Um, the 32-year-old uh, had a great year last year of batting uh, 304, but with uh, all the news of like Mookie and having them maybe trading him, um, what, what do we think about J.D. Martinez staying and how will he impact the team at the uh, DH position? Um, so when I look at that, I see that J.D. is like, opting in. He's, he's sticking with his like roots like he's – being lo- he's being loyal to his his to his team that he won a World Series with and all. Um, but that brings away uh, Mookie that that like highlights his um, situation. I I can definitely see, I it's gonna look like Mookie is leaving the squad, right? So you so you this th- is what this means? I think so. I think yeah. Mookie's uh, getting out of Boston. So you think they're gonna trade? Or you think? With JD Martinez opting in, they're gonna. That means they're, they're gonna trade Mookie. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna have enough to pay him, right? Well, I mean, they they'll have enough to pay him because his J, J, JD's contract was. I I think what they're trying to do is not have to pay the luxury tax this year, which they've had to pay for the past few years. But um, I think the thing with Mookie is you can get a shit ton of prospects for him, and you know some some yep. good players, and so you're you're giving away a three hundred. Twenty million dollar bat, and just with J- and having JD Martinez opt in. So I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think it would be a bad thing for them to trade bets. I mean, like I said, it, in five hundred seventy five bats last year, uh, JD had a three hundred uh, and four batting average with a uh, slugging percentage of about five fifty. He had uh, and he had thirty six home runs. So for a guy who's thirty two years old, thirty six home runs is great. And he's not he's not playing every every day. So you know, every night. Right. So, I mean, I think, I think he's, he's mm-hmm. it's great that he opted in. And if the Celtics, if the Red Sox can, they should uh, deal Mookie to another team for pitching prospect or something. Jake, what's your take on this? So my whole perspective with Mookie is that the Red Sox have really screwed him over these last, we say maybe like four years because they've all, like they've all tried to go to like the, I think it was the abbreviation or whatever it's called. where like, basically they go to court and, and they're like, you're worth this amount. And the player's like, I'm worth this amount. And then the MLB says, no, you're worth, like, whatever the team wants or whatever. Uh-huh. So, like, they haven't paid the guy yet. And 
Although, like, I want to say, like, Mookie, like, J.D.'s being loyal. Like, we sold the same core there. We got rid of a pitching coach, the new pitching coach, new system in place for the team. And although I want to say, like, you need to be loyal and come back, I feel like the like the Red Sox haven't done him any loyalty in the past and haven't helped him out make any decisions. We should yeah. have paid him. We should have paid him the big bucks last year. Coming off that MVP season, we, he should have been like, all right, we need to talk contract now. Yeah, but he's still going to get paid him. Dude, it doesn't gonna... matter at that point because he's the MVP of the American League. He has he has the ring, and then we should have thrown him so much money, and then said, "All right, now we're gonna load up with incentives. You get MVP, you know, you get you know bat like this, you do this, you know, you get more money, you know, all the way around." I mean, it's just like the Red Sox haven't done their part to help keeping Mookie. So but when I look at just... contracts and how he is, maybe they should ship him up because I don't know if Mookie's gonna want to play in Boston anymore. Well, then the other thing is. Right now, he's at an all-time high with the value you can get for him, you know. So you can you you can get a top-pitching prospect. And, you know, Mookie, he played every night and pretty much, and he only hit 29 home runs to a guy who, J.D. was a little bit older, but he's cheaper now that he opt-in, who hit 36. So you're having a guy who's going to have gonna go longer in his career, and maybe he re-signs with them next year, you know, um, you know, or whatever, you know, stays with the team next year. Two... And Mookie, you know, if you can get a top pitching prospect and, you know, a little bat, you know, whatever, I think. The problem with our, the problem with the Red Sox have is that it's not, Mookie isn't the problem. It's the fact that we had Clown, Clown Dabrowski come in, Dylan Dave, he comes in and signed Price for this big contract. And now we're locked in with Price for like, I don't even know how many years left of this contract. But he's being paid way, way too That screwed us over. That's, that's the problem. That contract screwed us over. That Dylan Dave screwed us over entirely. So and then the, the heat, fact that we paid we paid David Price buttloads of money for someone that shouldn't have anywhere close to that. Now we can't pay a guy like Mookie that deserves all that. That's yeah, the problem I mean, there. Not how much Mookie wants is the problem that we don't have it because we gave it to people that don't deserve it. But you can, I mean, and resigning or signing sale to an extension was a mistake too. But um, I don't think that was a mistake though. He's he's the best pitcher in the league. Not anymore, though. How much longer? He's not he anymore go? because he took the he uh, took spring um, training off. That pitching coach last year, I honestly, I'm I don't know your name, but you're you're a oh, disgrace. Dana, you're Dana awful, Danny Levitt, whatever the hell his name is. He's awful. <laughs> like, how do you come off the World Series and be like, yeah, no spring training, we're done? Yeah, like, I, I, come I, on, man, what are you doing? He can't. The thing with Sale is because of his pitching style, his you know his arm or whatever, the way he pitches, you know his elbow, he can't get the torque. Torque, a uh, voice back there. The torque he used to get, you know, he can't. He his top balls at you know 95, 94. Now he can't blow up by at ninety eight. And you know why it's so low though? Because he took spring seat, like spring training off. That spring training, like when they go down in February up to like uh-huh. April, that like two three month period of him just like working on his arm and just working the pitch is so crucial for his arm. Because like I saw, I, I saw it through the season from like April to like. I say late June, early July, we started to see Chris Sale pick up like that all of a sudden. And he started to start to do a little bit better. And then the all-star break hit, and he started, like, just go back to what he was before. Because his arm got, like, you know, got, like, stiffened up and stuff. And then, you know, by August, they had to shut him down because he wasn't what he was. I think, like, and you know what? How to fix that is since J.D., you know, uh, opted in, you have a big bat, relatively cheap. And you deal Mookie for a young prospect who's cheap as hell. And as he gets older and as, 
he gets better, his salary increases. But you're getting some guy for dirt cheap, like Mookie. Like when they had, you know, Mookie and Andrew Benatendi, when they were all in their rookie contracts, um, they were still stupid cheap. And now Mookie's getting a little expensive, so you deal him now, and he's gonna get the money he wants, and he's not gonna get the money he wants in Boston because, um, you know, they know he's not worth. I, I he's not worth. $300 million. There's another, I mean, he might be worth it, but they don't need to pay him $300 million with JD and uh, stuff like that. And, and um, you know, deal him, get a good pitching prospect to, you know, back, back up sale or whatever. And maybe he, so, he becomes your two in the middle of the year. So if you were JD, I mean, sorry, if you were Mookie, would you want to come back to Boston or would you want to be, get out of Boston? Like, if I'm, if I'm, you have the option. If you had, if he, if if you had the option, you were Mookie Betts. What do you want to do? Yeah, if I'm Mookie Betts, I want like the most money possible. So I, I, you know, I'm at I'm at pretty much the prime of my career right now, coming off an MVP. You know, two two World Series MVP two, two seasons ago, or he wasn't World Series MVP. He was MVP two champion. years ago, and um, you know, you're at the prime of your career. You can get a shitload of money, and. You know, I don't care where I'm playing because he doesn't have a family. You know, you don't have a family yet or anything. So now you're able to go wherever you need to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think of a guy like Brock Holt. Is he going to resign with the with the uh, Red Sox? And he might because he has a son and, you know, he's established a family here. And, you know, st- stuff like that. Because, um, you know, Mookie hasn't done that. So I'd just chase the money if I was him. It Jake? just comes down to what Mookie wants. If Mookie wants to go chase the money like Bryce Harper and – What's that clown's name that's in San Diego? That oh, Manny Machado. Yeah, that clown. But you know, <laughs> if they want to go chase the money, then you know, go chase the money. But I mean, but if he says, "Oh, you know, another another ring doesn't sound too bad. Maybe maybe a couple rings. You know, get in my hand a little heavier. That doesn't sound too bad. You know, get the you know get the trophies on the display case. You know, it just comes down to what he wants. Because I guarantee you, right now, if Mookie Best stays in Boston, he wins another MVP, at least one. He goes anywhere else is not a because con- no contender is going to pay him that mu- that amount of money. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. He goes to any place that'll pay him that three hundred million dollars. He'll never win anything again. I'll put I'll put money on it. I'll well, put the three hundred million on it. <laughs> like like you like, have that uh, shit. <laughs> like any of us have that. That's stupid. Oh, obviously not. Uh, but stupid. The stupid uh, contract Bryce Harper signed it was like you know three hundred something million for twelve years, which is dumb. You know, and that's what he's going to get with the team. Like, and and he, the the Red like, Sox aren't going to pay him. You know, they're not going to sign him to a twelve-year, three hundred million dollars contract, and they're certainly not going to sign him to a three-year, three hundred million dollars contract. So, it just comes down to I think what the Red Sox do is they come in and they say, "Look, we can't, we don't have the money to pay you, you know, the twelve years, three hundred fifty. We do, we can't do that financially. We can't. So, we'll, but we'll come in. We'll say we'll give you a two, three, four-year deal, but we'll give you the money." Per year, maybe right around that of what you would get if you were with us for that twelve years. So although you, we're not, you might not get the three fifty. You're gonna get right around there, you know. And so like he's getting I mean, the majority of it. Yeah, depending yeah. on their cap space, I haven't really like, or not. They don't have cap space, but like depending on their salary and if they have to go over the luxury tax or not, and how close they are to that. Um, you know, maybe they do what they did with J- JD and have him, you know pay him the majority of his contract up front and then progressively gets lower. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, moving on to our next um, topic. So the Celtics, Gordon Hayward has been heating up lately. He's kind of finally found his groove. You know, this season he's averaging 20 points, but unfortunately 
and a win over the Spurs today. He broke his hand in a little bumping collision with um, Lamarcus, Lamarcus Aldridge. Yep. So um, you know you hate to see it. You know a guy's heating up right now. You know he's in seven games. You know he's 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 playing crazy minutes. You know you know thirty minutes a game about. You know, he's shooting over 50% from the field. You, you hate to see a guy get hurt. How will this um, impact the, the um, Celtics? But there's no timetable on it. Um, I've, I've been hearing anywhere from three to six weeks. Nobody really knows what's going on. But uh, how does it affect the Celtics? Jameson? Um, so, this is tough. I'll be honest. This is tough. Like, coming into the season, we had our three guys. We had Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum, and Kemba Walker. And then you throw in someone like Gordon Hayward into that mix, and you're a championship contender mm-hmm. in the East this season. I have to be thinking of specifics. In the East this season, those four guys, throwing a role player like Marcus Smart, someone like that, um, Robin Williams at the center position, whatever. you got a team that can go the distance. you got leaders, you got chemistry, whatever. And now you have the best arguably the best perimeter shooting team in the NBA and one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. Very underrated defensive so far. I think they have like a 100.3 defensive rating in the NBA at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But Gordon Hayward being out for three to six weeks, they're in first place right now with Gordon Hayward. Now, if he is out three... Three to six weeks, that's a long time. And they're going to be tested. And I think Gordon Hayward just elevates this team up. And we don't even know how he's going to be coming off a hand injury now. It's his left hand. He's right. He's a righty. But still, it'll affect his game. And honestly, I just feel bad for him. Like, he mm-hmm. was so patient after his leg injury. And now he's back to, like, 100%. And he's killing it. He is killing it. Like, this is the best I've ever seen him. Better than Jazz, Gordon Hayward. And now he has to deal with this BS. Um, and uh, we're just there's nothing you can really do. Just root for him. But I think the Celtics are going to take a hit. I think Gordon Hayward is very important to the Celtics, Celtics offense because he's so consistent. He's just consistent yeah. with his buckets. And he his whole game is the, lo- the, the long-lost art of mid-range. Like like I, like I said, and, there's no official timetable on it, but six weeks we're looking right around Christmas. Um, All star break. Well, six weeks was it like November? Well, it's being November, so you're yeah, you're looking at the end of December probably. Mm-hmm. So middle of December. Yeah, yeah, middle. I mean, depending on how fast and how severe the injury is. But Jake, how is uh, you know what can they do to fill the void here and um, you know. What do you think? All right, so, all right, here are the numbers, boys. Ready? Here are the facts. All right, Gordon Hayward. Absolutely. All the numbers. All right, we're gonna come. We're gonna backtrack a little bit. All right. Uh, I don't have. I don't know the back, exact date, but Celtics open up in Cleveland. Gordon Hayward, you know, twisting ankle, snaps in half. Twisted. All right. <laughs> yeah, twisted three full through. All right. So, and um, so he's out for the remainder for the whole season. And, you know, I saw it progressively through that year. You know, you know, he's in the chair. He was shooting from the chair. He was, you know, start slowly play contact and then all of a sudden up in the 5v5s. 
you know, got the ball rolling. And then I remember he came back on opening night in the next season, last season. Comes back. And comes back, and I saw him play the first game. And I, 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 first game I saw him play, and I said, he's not ready. Not ready. He's, no, he needs to sit. And progressively through the year, from, I would say from like November to January, he got a little bit better. And then all the, and then all of a sudden from like the end of February to, the playoffs and like the last game against Milwaukee, he like every month he went up, up, up for shooting percentage, points per game, uh-huh. steals per game. Like I remember that like there was one point he had like back, I think it was like back to back 30 point games or like back to back 20 point, something like that. I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like a little flash room and it was like, can he do this for a long time? Now I think it's like, you know, eight games in and you know, these are his numbers through seven and a half games. This is from Sean uh, Grande on Twitter. 55% from the floor, 43 from three, 17.9 points per game, 7.1 rebounds, and uh, 29.9 points for 48 minutes. That's, that's, that's wild. Minutes, right? This road trip, the past road trip they're on it, they went to um, Cleveland, Charlotte, and then they finished up in San Antonio. I believe they come home now, I think. They uh, do. But those are the three games that he's played in on the road mm-hmm. in this road trip. He was, ready, 27 for 33. That's 82%. On two point shots, and so that's thirty three point eight points per forty eight minutes. That's that guy. Crazy. If that, that doesn't that... say the offense goes through Hayward, I don't know what does. Like obviously, like yeah, we have Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Um, I mean, those guys like in themselves are just like absolute studs. But I just saw him went off for forty points, and then the next game go for I think it was like twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy is someone that isn't a first option that is putting up numbers like a first option player. This That's guy, what's crazy about this year's Celtics team is we have those players. You're we have, need a guy like Grant we have players like that. Like it's it's crazy that they just score. Like Jason Tatum, bucket. Kemba Walker, bucket. Jalen Brown, he can be a bucket sometimes. Most of the time, he dropped thirty tonight. And then he's athletic. That's what he has. He's athletic as all hell. And then Gordon Hayward, you have the numbers right there, folks. But I honestly think we are going to be fine. Because we have a team that it's kind of like the the Patriots is next man up. All right, it mm-hmm. it didn't work with Kyrie Irving leading this team. All right, it didn't That's work not with that because either. No, we know that Kyrie's out of the situation. No, thank God we don't have to worry about his ass. But uh, he's out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Situation. So we have to look at the team right now, and it's the next man up. So. I'm going to be looking at whoever wants to step up. Because in Brad Stevens' system as a coach, it's a competing type. It's like competition. Whoever's doing the best during practices, during games, during their minutes they get on the floor, he'll give them more. So you see Jalen Brown, he had an opportunity because Gordon Hayward broke his freaking hand. And so he drops 30 on on San Antonio. And then Brad sees that. And he's like, okay, I'm going to run the ball through Jalen Brown more because he wants it. He's playing better. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum starts to step up. You give him the ball more. It's all about that. With Kyrie, I really think it was persona and who he was and not how, how hard he worked. Yes, Kyrie Irving is arguably the best point guard in the league. He is right now since Steph Curry just is out for – apparently out for the rest of the season, with the same injury as Gordon Hayward. 
That's a um, packet in injury, though. That's the. That's true. All right, get him next year. Yeah, that he's. Who's, wait, who's off for the rest of the year? Stephen Curry's arguably. It, it oh is, right, could I be. It's, but Gordon Hayward just got the same injury, and he's out six weeks, right? Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's because they're packing it in. It's not... Oh, yeah, totally. I think Stephen Curry's kind of giving up on the team, but D'Lo's going to do the same thing that he did with the Warriors. I mean, with the, the Nets. Just watch it. He's going to do the same exact thing. I mean, same I'm looking at... Thing. I was looking at the uh, Celtics depth chart, and, I mean, I need... You know, Gordon Hayward's not going to be out, so... I don't know who's going to step up, you know, I mean, because, I mean, Dan, I don't want, like, guys like Daniel Tice to feel like, oh, I got to drop 20 points now, because Daniel Tice, I mean, Daniel Tice sucks on a good day. That's not, the, wrong, that's not what I'm saying. Daniel Tice, that's, like, he, I mean, I need, I need him to play defense. I don't want him to play offense. That's not so what I, I'm J- saying, bro. Well, yeah, but someone has to step up now. Cor- that's you know, like, why I'm out. saying we have Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. I'm not talking, about, like, we have players no, already like Daniel Tice. They're already having 20 Tice. points per game. Yeah. Not Daniel. Who? Tatum. Is it Tatum, Brown, yeah, and yeah. Kemba all have That's 20? what I'm saying, though. Daniel Tice is a role player, bro. He knows that. The coach knows that. And he's not going to put the ball in Daniel Tice's hands to score. All right? The coach is telling, okay, the ball is going to him. I want the ball in his hand. It's the basic structure of it. Is to run plays around person or to have a, the ball go in a person's direction. All right? I'm not saying Daniel Tice has to. It's not that type of, like, everyone next man up. It's Basketball is so much different than football. You might have, like, lo- lost in translation. But it's next man up. Who's going to be the guy who's going to lead this team in offensive scoring? And then we got, we got taken care of on the defensive side. So who's going to step up now? And we got players. That's what I'm saying. I think the Celtics are going to be fine. I think we might lose a few more, but like at the moment, we'll be all right. I just don't want to see the team that has such a good start just to start to blow it all of a sudden because of one stupid injury. Because I can totally, happen. I can totally see that. Not going to happen. We have too many good players, and we have too good chemistry to let that happen. You think? Yeah, you know, do, you think do you think a guy like Grant Grant Williams is uh, capable of um, stepping up? Yeah, I, he already is stepping up in his role. Yeah, but he's now a that, role now player. Now has gone, he'll have to get more minutes. Mm, I because don't see that. I, you don't. You don't think so? With the um... I think he'll he'll keep his consistency. I think yeah, maybe put him at the four spot and Tice at the five or Williams at the five. And then, um, yeah, that could happen. But I think with Marcus Smart playing at the two, while Kemba or Carson Edwards is at the one, like. He's going to have the same minutes as he has. And Brad Stevens has been using him because Grant Williams is a great basketball player. I mean, I can get into him all day, but he's a really good fit for this for this team. And Brad Stevens is using him perfectly. I think he could be better in the boards, but that's just um, spur of the moment. And so he'll be fine. I think we're going to be fine. We're just going to have to make some arrangements. And then Gordon Hayward, Hayward in about six plus months will be introduced back in the lineup. And now this gives this gives more time for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to develop, by the way. Because Gordon Hayward, yeah, he's getting the ball in his hands more and he's scoring more. So it's kind of leaning towards him right now in Brad Stevens' system. 
But now that he's out, it's more room for players to grow, and that's exactly what Jason Tatum needs and Jalen Brown needs. Have you guys uh, checked at the standings at all after tonight's game? We're in first place. We're tied with the Lakers for top of the NBA. Tied for the Lakers. Isn't that nice to see the Lakers? with the LA, Lakers. The team that owns LA, Showtime Lakers, and even though they're not Showtime anymore. And don't, don't even get me started on that whole – I think LeBron put on Instagram the other day, it was like Laker time or Showtime. I was like, no, no. That's that was magic and cream sleep. Don't don't try. But I mean, yeah. Boston and LA back on top, seven one. Like the, the NBA is restored. <laughs> the two top dynasties are back. I would love, love, love to see Celtics to go off the seat. Like imagine Celtics go like like a ridiculous like seventy four and eight. Get like home field. Get home court. Bro, get home court for the the whole playoffs and then game seven. Game seven, the NBA finals in that's Boston. A, that's a dream against bro. the LA. That's a against dream. LA. That's like Kept the Gordon Hayward from half court pulls That's up a, dude, for the game. <laughs> throwback to Butler versus Duke. Oof. Oh, that'd be crazy. Um, but uh, Kaden, what's our next topic? All right, so we're kind of gonna take take a page out of um, Boston Big Three's book here, but we're gonna do um, NFL picks now. So uh, we got games on the slate. Um, six teams on bye, but uh, so the games are Giants. I'll just like name the games and uh, you guys can tell me your picks here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get the Toilet Bowl 2.0 with uh, the two-win Giants team against the uh, uh, one-win Jets team who lost to the Dolphins last week. Um, we're, what are we going with here, Jake? Uh, I hate both teams. I don't know. If, I think I hate the Giants a little bit more, to be honest. But honestly, like the Jets are so bad. Like the Jets, the Jets, you know, they were up here. They, you know, flying, coasting along, nice and good. And they lost a couple of games, and they started going down, and now they're, like, rock bottom. Yeah. Like, this team is awful. It's bad. Yeah, I think Gi- both teams... Giants, I, I, Giants by, like, a touchdown or two at the most. Yeah, more I think it. I think both teams kind of pack it in here. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, maybe 3 nothing. No, I'm kidding. But, It'll be um, a good game, though. I got, I got the both Giants. Teams play, both teams play at the same stadium. Yeah, kind of like think- Yankees-Mets, in a way. Yeah, I mean they're still gonna want to hate each other. They'll still play with pride, but um, yeah. So I got I got the here. Giants. I think it's an all around Giants. Yeah. All right, Falcons. Um, Saints. So Falcons. Oh, wait, fun fact. Hold on. Before we move on, not to cut you off, Gaden. Uh-huh. But I'm on ESPN looking at the like the matchup and stuff, and they have the ticket prices, like the lowest ticket prices. Can you guys guess that you know, like you said earlier, is the toilet bowl? Can you guys guess how much Six ticket? Bucks. Thirty bucks. One hundred and twenty-four. Holy! <laughs> is the lowest ticket to watch those two scrubs play? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, so we got the one and seven Falcons at the seven and one Saints this week. Also, uh, Dan Quinn is a uh, um, ticking time bomb here. We don't know when he's gonna get fired. I'm going Saints all the way here. Well, Saints all the way. If you don't, if you don't say the Saints are winning, I don't know, like. Yeah, I got the Saints. I they just got they're just better. Yeah, they're off the they're off the bye. And, uh, they're just got, better. better. <laughs> that's the that's, just, that's it. Like all around, they're just better. good. <laughs> except except Julio Jones is the second best. Hey, Julio had a crap for me in fantasy in fantasy this year. But your fantasy team well, sucks so. anyway, so it doesn't. Matter. All right, hey, hey, all right. Give me some backstory. Real quick. All right, next, hey, next beef. pick. I was three and zero. Now I'm three and okay, six. It's okay, Jake. Calm down. It's all right. Caden, next pick. All right. Kansas City 
Chiefs at Tennessee Titans. Uh, oh. You got, you got Pat, Patty Mahomes coming back here. I can't see the Chiefs losing this one. This is going to be a game. I got the Texans because you know why? The Titans? They got the Titans. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Titans. Because you know why? They got uh, – actually, now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, I got the Chiefs. Changes yeah, it. take that back. I think Patty Mahomes is going to make a statement. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. Jake, how about you? He is frozen. Technical difficulties, folks. Did we lose him? I think we lost him. All right, Caden. All right, moving on to the next game here. We're gonna, we lost Jake, but whatever. Um, no, just kidding. Uh, we got the Ravens and the Bengals. Um, Ravens have all the momentum here coming off a win um, in primetime against the Patriots. And Ryan Finley and his first NFL start is not going to be able to um, control this, you know, carry this bang- bad Bengals offensive team to a win here. I got the Ravens all the way. Oh, Ravens by a long shot. There's no arguing against that at all. All right, so uh, next game is uh, Bills versus the Browns. Uh, so the 6-2 and two Bills against the paper champions who are mentally defeated. I got the Bills all the way here in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. I got to yeah. say, I hate all New York teams except the Bills because their nope. fans are the craziest. I Remember love when Jameson fans. was a big Cleveland guy, though, at the beginning of the year? He's like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. a big Cleveland guy, and I'm sorry about that. I just you know, think about it. Think about it. You got Odell Beckham Jr., one of the – most talented wide receivers in the league. And then you got Baker Mayfield who just broke the the TD for rookies. And you put those two together with Jarvis Landry and Miles Garrett. Come on. Yeah, I mean. You know who else is big on the Browns, too? That's why they're the paper champions, you know. Jake, how about you for this game? Spike King was big on the Browns. Spike King was big. Believe in Baker. Believe in Baker. I don't know. I don't know. That was my line, by the way. (laughs) That was my line. Hey. It's all right. You see something, you got to run with it. Uh, no, Bills all the way. Browns. Yeah, Browns are done. Browns are done. All right. All right. Next, uh, we got Kyler Murray and the Cardinals against Jameis Winston, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, both teams are kind of crappy now. Uh, Cardinals have three wins. Buccaneers have two. Um, you know, Cardinals hung with the 49ers last week, but I just don't. uh... You know what I? I'm going Cardinals. Decision. I'm going Cardinals because I want Kyler. I like you know, Kyler. You, you know why? I'm going Cardinals too. But if the Bucks had Dwayne Haskins as their QB, I'd go with them. But it's Cardinals. So you're so you're a big Dwayne Haskins guy now. I am. I always have been. All right. So I said. You know what? I say if he if he had the starting job with the Bucks. He would be uh, offensive rookie in the year. Yeah, He'd but it's too that bad race. that he's with the. It's too bad he's with the Redskins. Oh wait, he's in the Redskins. You're thinking of Jameis. You're Jameis Winston. Yeah, he's with the Redskins. But anyway, I'm not. So, I'm sorry. My mind it, is only on NBA guys. Like it's all good. You, man. Br- you bring me into this podcast and you expect me to talk about multiple sports. <laughs> like I'm a pure NBA. Hey, guy. you signed off for this, buddy. <laughs> hey, it's I did, all, and I'm here. I'm hey, you're talking about sports. That's the grind. So here, so to be different, you two dopes pick the Cardinals. I'm going to go with uh, the Buccaneers here. Ronald Jones is going to rip apart this Cardinals uh, defense here uh, on the ground. And, uh, you know, either yeah, Mike okay. Evans or uh, Chris okay. Godwin's going to have a good game. All right, Keep next talking. one. Keep next talking. One. Oh, I like this next matchup. All right, Lions-Bears. 
All right, I'm going with the Lions because they're my second favorite team behind the Pats. I love the Detroit Lions. I think their mentality and their culture of the team that they're building is fantastic. And Joe Stafford is an absolute beast. Matt, no, his name is Joe Stafford. Oh, God. It's Matt Matt Stafford? Yeah. (laughs) Stafford, absolute monster. And he's getting under, he's underrated as hell. Because the media isn't paying attention to him because he's he's part of the freaking Detroit Lions. Yeah. I'm just saying he's nasty. He's right been here, right putting here. up the the numbers. Ready for this? So Joe Stafford, Lions all the way. Matt Stafford by by two anyway, touchdowns. So here I'm going Bears. Um, Matt Stafford is a game How is time decision. How is Mitch Trubisky supposed to? But name it over Trubisky sucks. Matt Matt Stafford's a game time decision. Um, but David Montgomery, I started him in fantasy this week. Um, he's going to rip it up. So no. he's going to, you know, exploit this right, uh, so bad. Defense, and the Bears are going to win. There's no, the, the hype on him was Dude, false. He got, I'll take he got the Lions. Four points last two weeks in fantasy, dude. I'll take, I'll take the Lions only because that Patricia, Patriot guy, got a guy with a Patriot guy. Yes. That's a Patriot, yeah, always a Patriot. That he's literally molding the Lions like the Patriots. That sucks. All right. Yeah. All right. Next one. Dolphins. Colts. Give it to. Come me. on. D- Dolphins. They had their one. They had their one win mm-hmm. against the Jets. I'm going with the line. Uh, the Colts. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, for good buddy uh, Mike McLaughlin here. He's a he's a Colts Colts fan. Uh, I'll go Colts even with Jacoby Brissett. Out tomorrow, I think Brian Hoyer is, you know, one of the better backups in the league. And, you know, he's just – Miami's just, you know, mentally spent at this point. Jake, right, you thinking about the upset? Why not? Uh, you know, I was thinking about a little bit. I was thinking about a little bit. But like I said before like, – I don't want to be embarrassed by myself on this. Well, like I said before, you got to go with the Patriots. When the Patriots play, you got to go with the Patriots. So, Brian Hoyer, show the Patriots what they missed, missed out on. I'm back from all wrong. I think it is funny, though, the Colts did pick up – Two of the Patriots quarterbacks. I think that's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, Next one. All right. Uh, Panthers take on the Packers on the road. We got um, Devontae Adams back again this week, coming off injury. Um, what are we taking here? I'm taking the Panthers because Christian McCaffrey is going to have a field day on the Packers defense. I'm telling you, CMC is going to put up mega numbers. Well, that'd be good for my fantasy team, but I um, disagree with you here. I think the Panthers on the road are going to be no match for this Packers. I think Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, after being shut out by pretty much shut out by the uh, Chargers last week, are going to you know rebound here. And uh, but get the, the Packers have the worst uh, running defense in the league. Well, that'd be solid, but I don't think the Panthers are going to win. You know, we'll go with um, upset time, baby. I don't. I, don't, I mean. Well, both teams kind of suck. We'll go with Carolina. Packers are actually like low key good. Are they? I don't know. They're, yeah, they're I don't know. They're Aaron Rodgers was. But they got embarrassed by the Chargers. Yeah, it don't matter. Aaron it don't Rodgers matter what's on MVP paper. MVP talks. Like, that's how the level they were being looked at. All right, next All right, one. We got uh, the Rams. It doesn't matter what the paper says. Rams against the that's facts. Uh, Steelers. Here. That's so facts. What? Rams what against it? the Steelers here in Pittsburgh. I got Rams. Steelers are jokes. Yeah, Rams. Steelers are I respect jokes. Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's the only one on that team that I respect. 
You know, I got Rams um, here. Oh, Big Ben, you just kind of disrespected Big Ben. I hate well, it. Not, I, well, he, knows, he, he knows the crap out of me. Dude, it's not like, his fault Antonio Brown went crazy. I don't care. Well, I love I AB, like he, he went crazy. You can't deny it. I that. like it. I love AB. It's okay. He's the hardest worker Dez, right? in the entire NFL. Um, Vikings. Sunday Next. night. What was it? Vi- oh, Sunday Vikings, night football Cowboys. is Vikings, Cowboys. Oh, America's team's going to get their butts kicked. Minnesota all the way, baby. Yeah, baby. Let's go. Listen, you Bro. are totally wrong. Adam Thielen's out. Um, guys like Lacan Treadwell and Stefan Diggs are going to step up, have to step up big, which they're capable of doing, but Zeke is going to rip them up and the Cowboys are going to take the W. And Dak Prescott's going to be holding the ball in the pocket after he gets sacked like three times. No, he's going to hand it off to Zeke. You know, a little delayed, be like, oh my God, uh, I'm he, losing again. He, getting little, flashbacks. Little, little the main Sharp's it's Vikings. Trust me, it's Vikings. Vikings all no, the way. No, Packers. All right. Monday night, we got a good one here. Seahawks against the 49ers, um, 7-2. Seahawks against an undefeated 49ers team led by Jimmy Garoppolo. What are we seeing, boys? Is Seattle home or away? Uh, on the road. They're on the road? All right. 49ers. If they were home, I would have given them all. But 49ers. either way, got to go with the 49ers. Got to go Gold with them. Diggers, baby. Got to go with them. Listen, Seahawks here. Um, you know why? Because you guys just said 49ers. I think this one's a toss-up, but I'm just going to Seahawks to be different. Oh, it's not a toss-up. 49ers going to be 9-0. But it's all right, because the 49ers will be 9-0, and they'll go to the Super Bowl 18-0, and then they'll be 18-1 after the Patriots disbanded. You really think they're going to go undefeated the entire season? I th- they might They might have to. They might. Because then because then what's going to happen is they're going to be 18-0 in the Super Bowl, right? Like, I'm going to paint the picture. 49ers, Jimmy G leads, leads the 49ers to a perfect 18-0 in the Super Bowl. Media's going to write it. But he needs one more game to solidify the perfect record against his former team. Tom Brady himself. And then it's going to come in, and Tom Brady's going to have an absolute field day on that defense. And then he's going to lose. Brady's going to get seven and then retire. I don't know, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is insane. Have you seen him? Nick Bosa is crazy. No matter who it is, I got the goal of my team in the Super Bowl. I'm taking him no matter what. Oh, I'm taking the pass in the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. It's not. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. But realistically, though, if we got to be, boys. we got to be one hundred percent. It's going to be Patriots uh, Saints, which it should have been last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Saints got robbed. But uh, all right, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of our new season of Boston Power Hour. Yeah, good episode, all right, boys. Baby. Um, I enjoyed the time here. Right on, ride the wave, nation. See you later.